Bootleg Podcasts, made for everyone, by anyone. You are listening to The Rating is Right, a game show podcast based around the movies you love and their ratings. Think The Price is Right with a lower budget, less Bruce and no prizes. Introducing your host, Ian Crow. The rating. It's the rating. It's the rating. It's the rating. It's the rating. Hello and welcome to a very special and tenth episode of the rating is right. So before I introduce my co-hosts, let's explain how this is going to work. Quite simply, my co-hosts will be guessing the ratings of a series of films, including whether they are higher or lower than the previous one. They'll be getting one point for a correct guess of high or lower, an additional point for whoever's closest and a whopping three points for anyone lucky enough to guess the rating bang on. The winner at the end of the episode will have the honour and privilege of giving a recommendation of a film that takes their fancy, and also if you remember to do that. Uh, now that's all sorted, let's meet my co-hosts. So it's the current champion... Uh, and my favourite ginger person, I probably said that already before, but it's George Robinson. I don't think you've ever said that. I'm Have I never said that? Person. Oh, no. wait, but it's, it's now it's now in podcast I, history. I feel, I feel it's now terrified. on the episode, so you are my favourite ginger person. Can we just remind everybody what the current winning streak is? The current winning streak, oh, well, I will, it's, it's quite a fair bit, I will just say that, but I believe that you are currently on a six winning streak, or is it a five? I mean, I'm happy to say six. No, no, I think no, it's, it's not. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> it's four. You're on a okay. four-game four yeah. winning streak, so yeah. you've got a massive opportunity to make it five today. Also, I prefer Isla Fisher to George. <laughs> and Jessica Chastain? Yep. Uh, Ray Parler? Ray Parler? Yeah. Uh, John Alarita? We could just keep going, actually. Yeah. Maybe you're, you've gone down a little bit, but I'll keep yeah. it just for this, this episode. It's, it's, a special life. it's a special one. Am I the favourite ginger sat around the room? Um, uh, well, Zuki is an artificial ginger, but I consider that to be part of the. I, I would say <laughs> yeah. so. But yeah, but George, you are my favourite. I'll just keep it that way. Okay. Um, authentic ginger. Yeah. Authentic ginger. Yeah. Yes. Um, my second co-host, as always, is the beautiful, wonderful Owen Cox. Welcome back again. How Hello. Are you, how, how are you feeling? As have you just been reminded four games in a row that you've lost? Is today the day you can break? It's not about the winning for me. <laughs> it's not about the winning at all no I'm not in it for the glory I'm in it just to say things and do stuff are you here just to enjoy yourself basically yeah right okay I'm, just here, I'm just here for a good time okay George's shallow victories mean everything to him but <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have something in life hasn't he it's the only he's got nothing else going for him he's, well, he's got like, he's my favourite ginger person that's, yeah. that's something but as you probably have heard and I did say at the start this is our 10th but a very special episode this is the first time that we have a guest on the podcast, as is our 10th episode, we've always said that we want a special guest on the episode. Uh, so on the podcast today is the probably the best uh, book reviewer and the best book collection out there, Suki Edgar. Thank you very much. Yes, I will I will take that um, title, best, best book reviewer around. Also, I'm coming on to this episode one time and I'm hoping to to topple George off of his throne. Um, but I don't have much faith in myself, I will be honest. We have already said that if you win, doesn't count. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that is so not fair. George, George has said that. I but, feel like you need a full um, leaderboard. I'm thinking very like, old Top Gear-esque where they did the, oh, the oh, things yeah, and they yeah. the match oh, the, the, the lap, yeah, so, yeah. What about if the margin of victory is bigger than any margin of victory we've had previously? Oh, I tell you what, though, that's, that will be really that, impressive yeah, double, because double win. George, George <laughs> has got a really impressive uh, like a major yeah. win in one of the, was that uh, the previous last, episodes. Fast it was and Furious, a, a I think. Few, oh, yeah, because yeah, I've seen 80% of the films. <laughs> <laughs> but, don't make uh, the rules. Unless people probably already don't know if you haven't listened to the other episodes, I think Owen has made it very clear that Zuki is Owen's uh, girlfriend. Um, and me and George have already said before we recorded the podcast today that Owen's losing so badly he's had to get his girlfriend to come up and, <laughs> yeah. and, and defend him on the Bail podcast. Him out. Yeah, she's uh, fight Owen is so <laughs> desperate. He's like, let me just get my girlfriend who knows more about film about me anyway. Um, so normally what we do is a genre or like a, a franchise of movies and we talk about those, but Owen, Owen has a question he's put his hand up. Zuki yes, is Mr. also Cops. the voice of the intro and the outro. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, you may recognise Nicely. Yeah, you <laughs> may recognise her. She's the, the voice of the start of the podcast. But now, as, we, as we've got Zuki on, I thought we'll, I'd make things maybe a little bit different. A lot of people are trying to guess what kind of films we're going to cover. 
because uh, horror, uh, horror is a massive drama that you like, Zuki, it isn't sure it? It is. Um, so I thought I'll be a little bit weird and do some stalking on uh, Zuki's letterbox account. Oh, no. Uh, so I have gone with a list of eight <laughs> movies of Zuki's five star rated oh, movies oh, to see how much Zuki knows about the movies, but also whether we may judge her rating system by giving this is so these, mean. these movies a near, well, a, a, a perfect rating of That's five brilliant. stars. Um, so what are, your, what are your initial reaction on that, boys? That's I think fantastic. his toes are literally curling. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that curl it's something that, that it's something that Owen has never been able to make happen. <laughs> <laughs> George's, George's microphone is so good we can literally hear the curl. <laughs> the creaking <laughs> of the microphone. The creaking of it. Um, so normally we're, we're going to change things up a little bit. We Last, or every single episode before, we've had the, the current champion will go first, but we are changing due to some feedback we've had from people. So we're just going to go... People are sick of my voice. People are, we are just <laughs> sick of give George speaking for like 85% speak. of the podcast and Owen going, yeah, basically what George said. <laughs> and then moving on really quickly. Can so, I, um, as these are my five-star films that we're doing, can yes. I do um, like just a mini-review for each one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. call them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a couple of sentences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zuki, if you had listened to the podcast previously, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. that's exactly how the, the podcast Z- goes. Zuki's been on the podcast more than she's listened to it, which is absolutely <laughs> impressive. This is not true. Yeah. I've listened to the first two episodes. <laughs> so... We're going to start, um, obviously we're doing eight movies of Zuki's five-star rated movies on Letterboxd. We're going to start with Owen, um, and then we're going to go Zuki, and then George. That's the kind of pattern we're going to go, no matter what the score is. So, Owen, we're going to go first. So, with the first film, at this point, we haven't kind of got a number to go high or lower by, so I just want you to guess a number, um, kind of zero to 100. Uh, so the first movie on the list is a personal favourite of mine and also a five-star rated movie, American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Um, is so it a horror or is it a psychological thriller? I, I wouldn't say it's a psychological we're not, thriller. We're not doing horrors. We're doing... No. We're doing oh, sorry, Zuki's personal favourite film. It's five-star oh. movies, but that could mean that all of them could be horrors because oh. Zuki does not horror, but I have made sure that they're... So it's not all. Oh, it's okay. not all horror. So that's a good opportunity then for me to get a win because I've probably seen all. I of them. really wish. Oh, you probably have. Yeah. That George was first because I feel like his ratings clearly are better and he, I trust him more. So I, I really wish that you were going first so I could like gauge. Well, that's not the wrong this week. To be fair, I put myself in a really good position of being last yeah. in the guessing order. That it just means I can. George is very good at manipulating the game to make it work for him. Oh, but hopefully today that. that won't be the case because Owen's actually watching the movie. So. First of all, American um, Psycho, before um, before you give me a rating, what are your thoughts on American Psycho? Oh, I love American Psycho. It's great. I like all Christian Bale films. I can't think of a Christian Bale film I don't like. Pocahontas. I've not seen it. You haven't seen House Moving Castle, and that's a little five-star. Yeah, oh, yeah, House Moving Castle. Sorry, mate. Wait. Anyway, so. I want to more about Christian Bale's in Pocahontas? Yeah. Is he John Smith? Yeah. When, when did wait, this no, wait, who's, main, who's John Smith? Is that the main no, guy? The main guy that that's Mel Gibson. Gibson. Mel Gibson yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, I'm pretty sure Christian Bale's in Pocahontas. Well, I've not seen this since <laughs> It's a massive Very fuck up, stay away from me. How's <laughs> 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 Moving Castle is one of correct, though. Yeah, he's definitely in that. So, gone. What's the oh, new Miyazaki film called? First off subject. How's Moving Castle? The, the new one that he's just. Oh, I, mean. I do not know the name of it. Uh, okay. But yeah, American Psycho. It's had such a resurgence as well. I feel like when it came out, it wasn't appreciated. So that's going to reflect on my score because critically, when it came out, I know it wasn't received well. I think Am I bo- right in saying that? I think box office. Well, you can't ask me. I'm certainly trying to pry information out. But I will say that American Psycho, box office wise, wasn't um, it wasn't incredible. It's a female director, right? It's yeah, Mar- Mary Heron. Yeah, the director. and it was originally supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio was yeah, DiCaprio was. Offered the role was really close to taking it, but was basically told it'd be career suicide. Which is exactly what happened with Christian Bale. We're exactly what happened with Christian Bale. I'm doing it anyway. But five years later, he's uh, he was Batman, and his career went on the upturn. That's so good. Although that's not to say that it's like one of those sliding door moments for Leo, because Leo's just continue to do well. What was he doing at the time? What was his alternative? What Leo? Well, Leo was kind of doing stuff like the beach before that. Yeah, yeah. So the beach would have been the same year, and before that, he'd just done Romeo and Juliet and Titanic, where he was the heartthrob for all the teenage girls and the women. So to go from yeah, misogynist, very very like yeah, that works for some people. (laughs) (laughs) He would have worked well as Paul Allen because they had what's his name in instead, didn't they? 
But then I think DiCaprio would have been too kind of like um, too well known, too well known to have been like a side character, too handsome. Christian Bale's yeah. got like a demeanor, hasn't he? DiCaprio's not really a co-star, is he? He uh, is the star really a lot of the time. I can't really name many movies where he's a co-star. Uh, Django Unchained. Yeah, Django. Yeah. Is he Halton? But he's the yeah, main he antagonist in that film. He's the main antagonist. So he's a yeah. co-star, but he's the main like yeah. well antagonist. What I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't say too much more other than I really like American Psycho because obviously there's two more people that are going to speak about it, so I don't want to just blow. I do. I'm going to interject. We've yeah. literally changed the game. So yeah, but talk more about a movie, and the chance that I would have to talk about movies goes. Not to say too much. I'd rather give Zuki more to say because it's her one and only episode, so right. one and what. only, I don't get an invite back. Well Well <laughs> We're only doing a special guest every ten. It depends how many followers we get from you, Zuki, if you actually <laughs> listen to the podcast. But what I will say to you before we go to Zuki, do you agree with Zuki that is a five star movie? Yeah, I've got it as a five star. When I used to review star. films. <laughs> When I review film, the, the, the guy on the yes. podcast, the film podcast, doesn't make movies anymore. Yeah, I don't want to put that out there to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And okay. everyone always says, "But you're on a f- podcast that rates films, but we don't rate films. We guess the ratings of others." Yeah. So no, there you go. I'm not saying I'm not answering that question one more time. Yeah, we're, stop we're asking. Fucking better than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm we're judging their ratings yeah. of the movies. Yeah. yeah. And, and a, mine, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and you, yeah. Yeah. Well, Zuki, this is your your first time to. To talk about, he's got to give a guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we literally, we literally just so about how the podcast works. We forgot. And do you know what? I don't feel guilty about this episode potentially going on to ninety minutes because there's three of us giving answers. So naturally, it's probably going to be longer. Right, I'm going to go in reasonably low, but not super low. I'm going to go seventy-one. Seventy-one. Oh, okay, that's not so that's personal, low. though. I believe that when it came out critically, it wasn't received well. It's it's garnered a cult following since, I would say. Right. Okay. So seventy-one. Seventy-one. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting because I was going to give it something similar. Um, well, that's okay. You can still you can still do that if you want. You can say seventy if you want. We do it all the time. Yeah, no, I know you do. That will no, be that soon. It will be banned though. I will say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, American Psycho is one of my five-star films. I just think. And the book. Uh, yeah, this is the thing, and. I mean, maybe I shouldn't actually admit that publicly. You have to, to tell people for it. That <laughs> that listen because Brett Easton is notoriously not a very nice guy. But America's Psycho, the book is brilliant, and the film is brilliant in a different way. And yes, I do have a tattoo that has a little coat hanger because of the book. So I am a big fan of American Psycho. Okay. What's the what's a coat hanger got to do with? He hangs um, them up in the wardrobe, doesn't he? No, it's not that. In the book, he says the things I can do to you with a coat hanger, honey. Ah, is what he says okay. to a woman. What a lovely um, thing to have tattooed on your body. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That might not be the exact phrase. Be a petition, do not get Zuki back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Masochist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to go, I was going to rate very closely to Aaron. What did you say, 71? So 71, yeah. And that's not percent. Established that very early. It's not yeah. I got that. Okay. I am going to go... I'm going to go slightly higher. I mentioned he was very, he sounded very sure that it wasn't well received when it came out. I have absolutely no clue about how well films were received when they came out. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm really just going off, well, my personal rating would be 100, clearly. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go 76. You're going to go 76, yeah. okay. Right. Well, for context, the highest score we've had so far has been, what, 98? Yeah. Yeah, but I imagine yeah. between like 80, like 80 numbers... It's very packed and tight for like good films. Yeah. I reckon it's there's tons of them. So, ten seventy six. Okay, you're going seventy six. Okay, right. We'll go on to George then. Who's got the last is last it, one to guess? This is like the first time in forever that I have gone second with my guess. You always come first. Yeah, I always come first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think it's great, but I do agree with Owen that I I don't think it would have been received as highly as people kind of view it now. It is, I think it's definitely got the status of a cult movie. Oh, definitely. Because it's certainly not something that would have necessarily been either well-received or uh, like did well, like kind of money-wise, like box office-wise, but over time it's now really popular. But box office and what we're talking about Metacritic, it's the critics rating and I feel like yeah. potentially it is a bit of a critics wet dream a little bit. 
But I don't do know. I, I, I think about the time though that it came out. But the, yeah, I agree with you. But I feel like it made quite a statement, and I feel like potentially. I mean, that could go either way, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think potentially because it was female directed, and she sort of took a spin on Patrick Bateman from how he was in the book into the movie that critics would be aware of. That potentially, I'm going. They might have gone. Wow, this is this is something new, something different. Or the critics. Or the they went. Were. This is pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you change? Oh the my god. Material. Can I say, going on the previous nine episodes, you are drastically overestimating critics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Owen, yeah. if you don't know, loves the critics. <laughs> he awesome. respects them so much. I mean, I agree with them half the time. Yeah. Um, you watch American Psycho, right? Oh, so you, oh, I love it. I you love it. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, five star all round. Love yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and I, I think there's not many films that were. That, that did well with critics that then gained a cult status later on. Right. I think yeah. it's normally the, the films that don't do so well that then get a resurgence. Yeah. Um, because if you've had your time in the spotlight, you don't need it again. I sort of feel, though, with American Psycho, the reason it's become a bit more of a cult following film is because people feel like some sort of weird connection with Patrick Bateman as a it's character like a rather man, than the, it? the it's, film yeah, it's yeah. like this whole for the wrong reasons yeah this yeah. whole like what, what you just said did you say Sigma male that's the whole thing isn't it it's the Sigma <laughs> male movement would Patrick seen... Bateman be a Sigma male well I don't think personally I don't understand why people have attributed that <laughs> title to him because he's absolutely not he's a complete conformist <laughs> just wants to, like... the whole point literally yeah. the whole point yeah people yeah. have missed the point of the film I yeah. believe. It's because it's all 14, 15 year olds who still live at home and never earn uh, a wage. This whole Sigma mindset is people who just haven't lived in the real world yet, I think. Let's not get on Sigma line. Big, yeah, big, big it's completely out of context. It never would have happened at the time, but I personally think it should have been Oscar nominated for. American Psycho for I mean, the scene alone for his body alone the scene alone at the end when he's on the phone to his lawyer is it his lawyer yeah um, I've killed a lot of people it's, just, it's like a massive monologue of like two three minutes yeah. and mm. I just think every time I watch that oh, should we watch it tonight it's all Zuki's five star right movies now, yeah okay so George you have watched it you, yes. it's great so you agree with Zuki it's five star I agree it's really good I'm so gonna, I. I would rate it really highly but I'm going to say that the, the meta score rating is lower than both of these guys i'm gonna say it's 65 so you're going with 65 so it's owen 71 zuki is 76 uh george was seven uh, 65 uh zuki is the closest oh sorry i'm lying i'm lying i'm lying, <gasps> I'm lying. george is the closest yes oh. he's one off uh it's on oh. 64 64 uh sorry i did i think i said 74 but not 64 that um, so yeah, george yeah. you take uh <laughs> the two points I get two zero zero. No, we get a point. No, you get that. We, for you what? Get that, for at what? the start, it's everybody gets a point. You always say this. <laughs> no, he don't. He said he said he did say it once, but then last episode we clarified. Yeah, yeah. You get it. You get zero. If you oh, want, what, to, we've changed the rules. If you want to, you can reinstate that. I just get one. I right, let's do that then. Well, fine. Well, I'll just start one, so <laughs> oh, I don't get a stupid lead. I can just have you one. get you get a one stupid oh, lead. Have we changed the scoring? Yeah. Slightly. I just, I just, first of all, to be honest, to be honest, Owen, we've learned in the whole work. Yeah, yeah, we going to help you because George is getting one point instead of two. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to the next five star Zuki rated movie, which is David Fincher's Seven. Um, so, oh. Owen, these are good films. You get on first. Uh, seven. Is it higher or lower than American Psycho on sixty four? It's higher, but it's not higher for me. It's a lot lower for me. Do you not like Seven? No, I hate it. Oh, this so, is news. Just no, what... he doesn't hate, sorry. Yes. No, speak, please. No, speak speak yeah, go. <laughs> go for it, go for it. He doesn't hate it. So the thing about Owen is, if a film makes him feel uncomfortable, it means it's a bad film for him. Whereas I look at Seven as in, holy shit, that film made me feel so uncomfortable because yeah, yeah. that's what it was meant to do. It's a five-star film. So Owen has watched this film and specifically the Sin Part of the seven yeah. deadly sins and the knife, the knife rape, the rape situation. Scene. There's not actually a scene. You don't see it. No, you don't see. You it. see the weapon. You see the weapon. Anyway, yeah. that made Owen so uncomfortable. Which, I mean, that's clearly a very good thing. But it that makes it a bad film for him because no, it made him feel so bad. I feel like it, surely that means you... it's effective in what it's doing. It's it's having yeah. that impact on you yeah. that you feel uncomfortable. I get that. But oh, then... there's a five star film that I. 
bet you haven't picked, but I really wish we could talk about it. Is it Rosemary's Baby? No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just... I can watch films with graphic horror and graphic violence, and I'll come out of them like, wow, that was a good film, but I just... With Seven, it didn't feel earned. Did not earned? It just How? felt like a shock. Well, you said like, like shock. It, it's not sore. It didn't. It didn't. Oh my god! You did not just compare seven to sore. I mean, the first one is a brilliant film. Yeah. The the rest of them are like they're just, good in their I own little like way. If it was earned, <laughs> I don't feel like the plot's very cohesive. I think you are talking absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I Thank absolutely. You. I'm so glad you said I that. Mean, that. I really cool. like, like just seven. Were you? Had you been smoking the devil's lettuce? Obviously, that was the period. Okay, so potentially you need to watch it again. I don't feel like the cinematography is very good either. Oh, all the performances. Is it David Fincher? It's David Fincher's no. I like David Fincher. So you need to watch it again. Let's watch it again. No, I'm not Let's watching watch it again. I don't together. like it. Watch it you you should definitely watch it again. I'm not sitting through that again. No, no watch it again. Now on the podcast ever again. As well. Like, Owen had paranoid weed brain and he couldn't watch it. <laughs> I know it's like I know people love it and people hold it up very well, but it's just one of them films for me. I just didn't. I just didn't gel with it. I watched it and just really didn't enjoy it. it made me feel really uncomfortable. The thing is, yeah. films make me feel uncomfortable. American Psycho makes me feel uncomfortable, but I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy the film. Mm. Seven for me just it just made me feel dirty. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't finish it and feel like oh that was re- that was really good. I feel like Seven was just like disturbingly shocking and not in like a whoa like that's crazy. What do you mean? Whoa! When he opens the box and he's going, "What's in the box?" And you weren't going like, oh, "Whoa!" That, I, that is honestly one of the greatest cinema scenes. There's oh not one God. of all time. There's not one Kevin Spacey film that I like. American you don't like Baby Driver. I've not seen it, but I, I don't like American um, Beauty. American Beauty. Come on. No, I don't like that either. Is that all the rose petals? Yeah. yeah you don't, no, like, don't like, like that film. I don't like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't like Kevin Spacey. No one likes Kevin Spacey. No one likes Kevin Spacey, no, no like Kevin Spacey anymore. Yeah. When all the allegations came out about him, I in my mind I was like, I always knew there was something really off about him. He's too creepy to you be, are to be like you are the non-sex but. <laughs> 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 so seven. So seven. Yeah. So. What? I prefer lucky, lucky number seven. So you okay? Right, we'll, we'll move on then. So you don't have you seen don't, that? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Uh, so you don't rate seven highly, but do you think that it is rated yeah. higher than American Psycho? Critics love shit films, so I'm going to say eighty-four. It's higher. You go eight. That's okay. High. Yeah, yeah, it's high because critics love this shit. They just lap it up. That, it's, sorry, it's not shit. Oh, it's so shocking. It's a big twist. Oh, and what Shyamalan did to the Sixth Sense. Now everyone has to have a twist. I mean, Seven was before yeah, any kind of Night Shyamalan movie. No, Six Sense came up before Seven. No, no, Six Sense is like 98, 99. When did Seven come up? Like 95. Okay, well, edit that out, George. Or... No, that's <laughs> no, staying in the podcast. Do not edit that out. Make it look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't come in here and slander my five-star films and then make false allegations about I think that's perfect time twists. to move on from Owen. Let's go straight to Zuki. I mean, uh, I don't let's... feel like I have anything more to say about the film itself. I've clearly said it's a fucking masterpiece because it is. Yeah, fuck you, Owen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stop turning my girlfriend against me. Eighty-four is such a high rating. I just I wasn't prepared. I'm so unprepared for this. You haven't listened to previous episodes. I'm so unprepared for this. Okay. Whenever I hate a film, critics love it. See, this is this is the beauty of I think this is the beauty of our podcast because the boys don't ever know. Uh, what the films are going to be. And so I it's don't a very much know how the podcast works. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a snap judgment on what you think. You can't look it up. You yeah. can't think too much. It's it's a straight edge. Like, give me your answers. Okay. Unless you're Owen, you chat about every other movie. That's not the movie that we're talking about. Sometimes a TV show. <laughs> Sometimes a TV show, yeah. So you're telling me, just a little bit of context for myself. So you said the highest rated film we you ever rated. No, it's yeah, it was Saving Pro Rotten. And what? the lowest? Uh, the low. We've had a very low movie. The teens. It was like... Oh, in the teens. Okay, yeah. so that's like just the full spectrum. That doesn't help at all. Um, <laughs> and I gave... I thought America's like well, I was a 76 because I was really hoping that it would be. Um, you only have to go off of what it's Yeah, no, I know, but I'm trying to like don't do just... Yeah, don't do an Owen, please. Don't it. Go with what you feel. I don't know what I feel because I came in here like, well, I did confidently say I wanted to topple George, but I probably wouldn't. So at least I confidently said Oh, Zuki, come on, I brought you on here just to beat 
Joel oh, it's not side. I'm not having this negative. You're going to have to keep coming back as an almost semi semi permanent member. Of we'll just have to go through my whole letterbox. <laughs> we could just replace Owen with Zuki. That <laughs> <laughs> should be much better, to be honest. Bit of diversity <laughs> on the podcast. I mean, only a tiny bit. Only a tiny bit. It is a total boy. We're all very white people. You did the intro and the outro. I mean, that's inclusion. Okay, I'm going. I'm going solid eighty. 80. Okay, Ooh. so you've got lower than um, you've got lower than Owen, but yeah. you've got higher the for for your guess. Yeah. Uh, let's go over to George. I feel like he hasn't said too much about uh, seven so far. Oh, I've just been enjoying the <laughs> the, the lovers' quarrel. The family <laughs> dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it's phenomenal. I don't know. Again, I don't know what Owen's. Uh, I don't know what Owen's on about. But it's, it's it is one of those tricky ones that you don't know quite how critics are going to receive it in terms of David Fincher films. How what, how far into this is his second movie? What was his first film? Alien Three. Oh, the one that he says, which he basically said, yeah, he was like, <laughs> my first film is that. The, the, yeah, the yeah. took over. Um, so you think from yeah, if you say if you don't count the this third is this Alien is his movie, like first notable. This is his first notable work. film. Yeah, and it's a massive success as well. Okay, massive success. Thank you. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, box office. Suicide Squad yeah. massive, massive success in terms of box office, but it yeah. wasn't critically true, 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 true. Uh, acclaimed. So. Um, I'm going to say it's definitely higher than 64. Four. Yeah, yeah, so definitely higher than 64. Uh, Zuki, did you say 80? I did. I think it might be higher than 80. I mean, the temptation to go 81 is is massive, but on, <laughs> ge- on gentlemen's agreement, uh, we will not do that anymore. Uh, so I will go to 83. So you're going to 80. <laughs> one, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said you wouldn't do that, but I'm 84, so. Yeah, but he's not doing Oh, wait, you're 84? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't even listen to you. When people, surely that's harder, because yeah. you don't... It should be based on the last person's... Okay, okay. For yeah. this time. Thanks, Ziki. Okay, so <laughs> you, you're correct with it being higher. Um, you've all gone quite high. Mm. Uh, it's only one above America Psych on 65. So oh, Suki is the closest. Right. By default. Uh, Suki's the closest, so she gets yeah. two points. George and I both get... is a robbery, but I will take it. And Owen and George both get one point for being above. So we'll do a quick recap on the scores. George and Suki tied at top with two points, and Owen just tied on one. Okay, so we're going to go on to the third movie on the list. And this is actually... So I don't know if you, if people who don't know how Letterbox works, you can put your top four favourite movies on your Ooh. profile. And this is one of them that's in my top four movies. Your top four. Uh, it's uh, in both of your top fours. It's in my it's in my no, top four. I more. think it might be in Zuki. Oh, Zuki well. has it as a five star though. Yeah. Is yeah, is it all five star by Zuki? Um it is Ari Aster's debut movie. It is my top Hereditary. Yeah. Um so we'll go straight. It's my top four, sorry, and uh Tony Collette is my profile picture on level. Yeah. Oh, that is very <laughs> true. Yeah. Because yeah. she's an icon. She is an icon. Um so we'll go straight to Owen Hereditary. Uh have you I feel like you maybe you haven't watched. I haven't seen it. I've seen Midsummer. Okay, I, did you watch Bo is Afraid as well? I no. want to see Bo is Afraid. Zuki went to see it with her mum. Yeah. Um, I told Owen that I feel like after we've watched Rosemary's Baby, I know he doesn't like sort of paranormally type horror. I know that's not your thing. But I do feel like now that we've watched Rosemary's Baby and you've really enjoyed it, that you will enjoy Hereditary for the vibes. Even film, though you know how it, like, I know the plot. I've it, seen most of the I think you'll enjoy the vibes of the whole thing. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of the key scenes and a lot of the plot just from memes and online and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Zuki's also told me parts of the plot and stuff. But I think I'd enjoy it. I didn't enjoy Midsummer so much. I did like Midsummer, but I thought it was a bit too long. I thought it was half an hour too long. Uh, I think that's the. I think that's what works really well with Hereditary is that it's a lot shorter than Midsummer. And I really like Midsummer, but I don't think it's anywhere near. No, it's not anywhere near. It's as, Midsummer as, Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah, it's nowhere near as good. I always as thought Midsummer came first. No, no Hereditary, no Midsummer. Oh, okay. Midsummer's twenty nineteen. Potentially, that must be like the best. Debut film for a director. Yeah, uh, Hereditary. I mean, I think it's definitely mm. up there in terms of like establishing yourself on the big screen with a film like that. Yeah. Oh, what I do want to see, Bo is afraid. I haven't seen Hereditary. Would you like to watch Hereditary? I feel like I would enjoy it, but I'm not in a rush to see it. There's other films that I'd like to see first. Are you going to give me? You're going to give me. Okay, so you think? So do you think it's higher or lower than seven or sixty-five? Higher. You think it's higher? Okay, what are you going to go for? 73. 73. Okay, let's move on to Suzuki. To me. Right, so yeah, this is in one, this is my top four, one of my top four films of all time. Um, 
I just think it's a masterpiece, especially for horror, which there's cheesy, like, Annabelle-type horror, which I still enjoy. Like, I watched, I think I watched Anne of the First Annabelle in the cinema, and I really, really enjoyed that. And I like, like, classic horror, like Rose's Baby and the Shining. But for modern horror, that is on the same level, and I'm going to say it, on the same level as The Shining for me, Hereditary is just peak cinema. And, I mean, I love Tony Collette, so that probably helps. But just everything about it, I saw it in the cinema, then I watched it with my mum for the second time, and it scared me more the second time I watched it. Absolutely just, like, goosebump worthy film. It's just... You love it. So you always go about it. I love Tony Collette. It's well. such like it's one of those. It's a proper wet dream film for me. Like everything <laughs> about it is perfect. And you are an Ari Aster stan as well. Though. I am you now. See all of his films yeah. premiere like on the within the first couple of days. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of them. Neither of them. Say none of them. Neither of them have been anywhere near as good, really, for me as yeah. Hereditary. But. Have, have you seen that. the Johnson's film that Ariasta did, the short film? No, I, no, I do need do to you watch it. Are you aware of it? I'm aware of his short. You should watch that. That is fucking disturbing. But sorry yeah. to interject. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> at, least, at least that was more... Yeah, that, 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 that actually <laughs> was connected in some yeah. way. I've, I've, I've actually, seen that. I've never like, even heard it's of that. It's very short, but it's honestly, I've not watched that. It's, yeah. It was his first ever uh, I've seen that on his on his letterbox, because I always yeah. check it to see what he's coming out with. <laughs> um, yeah, just impeccable. And I think, and I feel like, and I, so I said I didn't, I don't really know what, how people felt about films when they came out. I know it's very polarising in terms of the audiences. I know some people just think, what a waste of time, which to me is just, that hurts my feelings. Um, but I feel like critically, it came out and it was really well received because Midsummer, I think, was reasonably well received and then Bo's Afraid has been not very well received. So I, I feel like it's high. I do feel like it's really high. I don't know why. I'm going to go so higher. You're going to go higher than 65, yep. Much higher than 65. I'm going to go for a solid... Oh, I'm going to really push the boat out. What did you say was your highest? I'm not going oh, in the 90s. 98 is our highest. I'm going to go as his. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Can 80. Say, before you give your score, yeah. you're going to come out of this podcast hating the critics as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I fully agree with that. I really hate them for what they gave American Psycho. And for Seven. And Seven. I remember oh you God, talked about how shocking they don't I know. Um, but but, I, you're gonna but get, I feel like because 80s? it's in my recentish memory, I'm going 87. 87. That is high. That is quite high. Okay. So, Arian's gone with 73, Zuki's gone with 87. George, really showing that you don't listen. Now, now George, you recently watched yes. Hereditary for the first I, time. I I knew this film was going to come up in the Zuki episode, regardless... <laughs> because it's like... Yeah, exactly. Regardless of what the topic was, I was like, it's definitely coming up. So, I watched it in preparation um, the day before coming down to see everybody. I, I would admit I probably didn't see it in the best of vibes because it was the middle of the day. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. Uh, I didn't give it five stars. You gave it four, you gave four and a half. I gave it four and a half because there were just a, just like minor little things that I was a bit like, yeah. Like the dad's performance in it. I don't know who the actor is. was awful. Like everybody else was so spotless. That's a weird way to describe that it for that, for that film. Um, they were, they're all excellent. They were all yeah, such yeah. amazing performances for everybody. And then the dad was just, just didn't do it well at all. And I mean, it's Gas Gavril uh, Byrne. I, he's a I really do, famous Irish him. actor. Um, he's in Usual Suspects. Haven't seen it. Boo. Uh, End of Days, Miller's Crossing. Haven't seen any of those. He's in loads of stuff. He's a really, really famous actor. But, but just... I, I would, I would, I would maybe disagree to say that he's not great. I would say that he is overshadowed. Mm. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily mean that he but is bad. Thing, like Tony Collette's performance in oh. it is like it's insane. I, yeah, I said this to Ian when we were talking about it before that. There are... I, I've got goosebumps thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, there are. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally got goosebumps thinking about Tony Collette in that film. Hairs on end. Yeah. You should watch Miriam's wedding. But there, there are moments where <laughs> there are moments where like it looks like her entire physicality changes. Like when oh. she's screaming and like, it's it's just so impressive. Like Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Bell. When she stands up, what does she say at the table? She's like, I am your mother. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yeah so that whole fantastic. scene is is like, 
I've seen that in compilations of like best acting. Like, yeah, how spoilery do we get on this podcast? You can be pretty, no, no, no. Sorry, I say for a film that came out in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so or 2018. When she 2018. When she sets fire to um. No, sorry, she doesn't set fire. Yeah, she does. She does in her dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. sets fire yeah. to her son, and the way her face changes yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, she should it, have gone Oscar. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I think it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime performances, yes. which I think is talked about a lot between fans of the film, yeah. but wasn't quite recognised on the level that should have been. But then again, well, I think we've talked about before, that like horror movies just generally don't get recognised mm-hmm. from like, the big... No, the big like awards kind of ceremonies yeah. and stuff like that. No, uh, but it's it's shocking how some that like, could be ignored. Yeah. But I think for me, Tony Collette, that's one of my one of my top all time performances ever. Yeah. It's it's just it's flawless. It's yeah. it's, it's insane how because like you watch her in interviews, she's like such a nice person. So you think how could she change? I've seen her in so many different things, like Muriel's she's wedding. Australian, right? She's Australian, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Muriel's wedding, she's like so cute. See in that film and like. I watched that TV show that she was in, which was just average, but I watched it because it was her. And it's like, it's it feels so out what was she in sync that we for whatever she'd done. And then she just pulled off the best performance of the century. We watched a well-known <laughs> film and you didn't know she was in it. And then you watched it and you was like, oh my God. Tony Collette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd seen it before, but you hadn't picked up on the fact picked that it was up. her. I don't remember. Ah, well, it'll come up. Yeah, like, it'll come up. So, George, yeah. I want to ask, you, you said that you weren't necessarily scared by the movie, which I, I understand, but yeah, it's more I... of a, an unsettling film. Was there any particular scene that you felt the most unsettled? Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely not like a, it's not a scary film. Like, I didn't go away like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep, because it's very, I think films like that, they're very self-contained, like The Babadook. You're not necessarily scared of it, because... If you're not going through the same thing that the characters are going through, you're safe almost. Yeah, it's yeah. a very like contained within the family. But the, I think the most unsettling scene was towards the end uh, when Peter's in bed, and he wakes up and there's, uh, what what you find out to be Tony Collette in the corner, and you can just oh, see like the start of the leg and the arm, and it pans out, and it's just and like when you're when you realise that it's someone. It's just Zuki's got <laughs> like like that that realization because there are other bits like what's really clever about it is that there's lots of a spoiler. Well, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's loads of foreshadowing. Like uh, uh, there's like a hoodie on a chair and he thinks it's Charlie at one point. And there's loads of bits where you're like, oh, is that someone? Could it, like you're looking in the background a lot. And then for that bit, the, re- the just that realization is just. And the silent leaving of the room after oh, that is God. just so, so I, So this chilling. is the thing. So when I first watched it, it, it fully freaked me out. I went to see it in the cinema with my dad, I believe. And it was one of those films that you come out of and obviously the end happens the way it happens and the lights came up and it was one of those films that everyone was just completely dead silent. Silent, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck has just happened? Like, the lighthouse. Yeah. It was just one of those films just like, Oh my god, I don't even know what what to say. So then I then watched it with my mum the second time and I picked up on things I hadn't picked up on the first time that I'd watched. So a lot of the foreshadowing because when I watch films I don't I'm not good at predicting ends and predicting twists yeah. and predicting things like unless it's a very obvious storyline like a lot of horrors are like Smile or something like that. You can kind of predict it, but that one I just I was I was just so into the story I didn't really get it so when I watched it for the second time and I started picking up on all the like little symbols that were placed yeah. around that yeah. I hadn't picked up on the first you time. You like subtle horror. Though. You it don't just like, like it, a popcorn horror. It like almost brought like out a claustrophobic fear in me that I didn't realize that was going to happen because I'd already seen it. I thought, well, I'm not going to yeah. get scared by it. And then the second time I was like, oh my god, I'm terrified. Yeah. I, I, so I, like, I mean, I saw it in the cinema as well. I went to um, I went, I went to the screen with two friends of mine, and one of them is like a horror expert. Like, he has watched probably every single horror movie in existence, even like the underground stuff. Ooh. And it's so, like, he's just so, like, I, I, nothing affects him at all. And we watched that, like you said, so you, like, you could hear a pin drop in the cinema after. We walked out in silence for about a good five minutes, so we got outside and we went, what the fuck was that? And then Rob, the guy who I saw with the horror expert guy, he was just like, that was one of the most terrifying films I've ever watched in my life. And 
for someone who's watched almost like every horror movie is so conditioned to it to be yeah, to, so affected yeah. well, this by is it. the thing i'm so conditioned now to horror i am good at getting myself spooked up yeah i'm very good at that when it's a jumpy film i'm good at getting myself into the like jump scares and all the rest of it but yeah, something about Hereditary just gets in. It worms its way into it. Yeah. We've clearly been talking about Hereditary for too long because Owen's just got his phone out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go on. Let, let's, let's go to George. So George, obviously, you enjoyed it. Not quite a five-star movie for you. Yeah, there was a little bit. Near perfect, not near quite perfect. perfect. What are you going to go um, rating-wise? I think it is higher than seven. No, wait, was seven the last one? Seven was the last one. Yeah, six five. Yeah. Yep. Higher so than seven. Higher. Yep. I think it's higher than what Owen said. I but don't. Th- I don't think this is high as what Zuki has said. So 87, 70... 87 for a horror film seems preposterous. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, so I am gonna sort of split the difference, but a bit lower. Uh, I'm gonna go down to seventy nine. What did you say? I can't remember. I feel like you go last. This knowledge is working in your favour. I love that. I mean, it's supposed to work in your favour. Yeah, like, it's right. supposed to work in the favour of well, the person I'm, who's losing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we're, we're in the third round and someone's got a spot on here. Um, is it so me? You're all right with it being higher. Uh, Zuki has got the spot on oh, with what? 87. No way! Oh, no. She knows that off by heart because she looks at it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe unconsciously in my brain. Subconsciously. Subconsciously in my So brain. Zuki gets to the three points. So this is the thing, what you just said there. Oh, George, you're getting smashed already. too it? high of a horror <laughs> for a horror. That's why I think Egg I knew face. that it was so <laughs> well received just because it was, it was a horror film and I was like, Holy shit, I've never seen a horror film so yeah. well received. I must go see this immediately. Yeah. I feel like that's so, that's in my brain. That's incredible. I nearly said 86. I'm so glad I didn't 87. <laughs> so Zuki got the three points. You're on five points now in the lead. George and Owen are on three points each. Um, I mean, it goes all down. No, wait, sorry, that's wrong. Owen's no. on, on two, yeah. George is on three. Uh, <laughs> Do not put me in the same Let's, camp as this It all guy. goes down here. <laughs> Let's move on to the halfway point. Um, so the next five-star Zuki Rage movie on Letterboxd is, again, one of my, one of my all-time favourites. Not in my top four, but it could be. It's very interchangeable. Jay Gyllenhaal's Donnie Darko. Jake Gyllenhaal was hot. You say Jake Gyllenhaal's Donnie Darko like he directed. <laughs> oh, he 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 started it, wrote the theme tune, something. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, sister. yeah. she's sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so young Seth Rogen. Oh uh, yeah, of course. He's is, a school bullet. Is in the, yeah, so like a school bullet yeah. in the classroom. Yeah. And um, uh, Drew, Patrick Drew Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Oh my god, it's got a stealth. Um, yeah. I always, always really forget cool. about the, the twist with Patrick Swayze's character. Well, there's a guy. He's a pedophile. He's a nonce, yeah. Um, always forget that. Sometimes All right, guys, spoilers. Sometimes nah, well, it's still counting in the year 2000. Yeah, it's an old film. Not about spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but Owen, right, let's go straight to Donnie Darko. Sometimes I doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's really good. Yeah. I love her. She's a bitch, though, isn't she? She's thing. a bit. Yeah. I love Donnie Darko. Leaves me craving. No, it's Tiger. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, you just, love Donnie Darko. You can say leaves me creaming. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's more. We have said that's more much review, worse. Then. And it's still. Oh, we definitely have said much worse. Okay, well, leave that in then. That's more of you. Um, what was the Five previous stars. score? Uh, oh, so the previous score is 87. With oh, it's lower than 87. So you're, you're going to go lower. You go straight into the score. I think it's along the lines of American Psycho, where it's got a cult following. It's a beloved film, but critically, it didn't do brilliant. I'm going to go like 62. You're going to go 62 with Donnie Darko. That is harsh. I would have it in the 90s. I love Donnie Darko. You know I do. I've got the mask and everything. I would wear it, but it makes me really hot because of my beard. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wore it for an Instagram reel for my ha- uh, for my October like wrap up Mabel books hates that it. I've read, and it was so hot. I got so angry. Like <laughs> filming this literally like twenty second reel. You can understand why Frank is the way he is in the movie. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah. fucking hot under the costume. So warm and sweaty under there. Um, Mabel hates it when I put it on and chase her. So we're going to talk about Mabel, just to let people know Mabel's your dog. Yeah, she's not an additional right guest. Yeah. She's just here chilling. <laughs> yeah, being a very good girl. She is being a good girl. So you've moved on 62. All right, let's move on to Zuki. Yeah. Uh, so another five-star movie, I'll see for you. It is. It's one of those films I haven't seen for a really, really long time. So it's kind of like a very legacy five-star rating for me. I'm sure yeah. it still would be. I saw it a lot when I was younger. 
Um, I watched it like repetitively, but I haven't probably well, seen it. Kind of oh no, I did. I watched it repetitively, really? and then what? My twenty, almost twenty-seven now. So I probably haven't seen it in just under a decade. Like genuinely, wow, okay. I haven't watched it in a really, really long time. I do get though why that is because I, I would say it's one of those movies which I love is five star for me as well. But it's one of those ones where maybe I don't watch it every year. Is that one where I watch every cut? Tell you what, I haven't watched Donnie Dark in a while. Yeah. Let's put I feel on, like, like I definitely need to watch it again yeah, soon, and yeah. it will still be a five star, one hundred percent. And I feel like when I first watched it, it was one of those films that I then was like, right, I need to know every single thing about this film. I need to look up everything about it. What the director said is one yeah. of them. So, Owen's score of sixty-two. I have a feeling from memory when it came out, it was actually really, even though it's now a cult, I do feel like it's a cult film. It's definitely a cult yeah, film. I feel like it was really well received when it came out. Mm. I don't know what it is, but this is just from memory from being about 16 years old. Would you class it as sci-fi? It's definitely, it has elements of sci-fi, sci-fi to it, because it, it, it kind of, it, it deals with like time travel. Speculative. Speculative time travel, yeah. I haven't actually seen it. So I, this, I, I, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh yeah. my well, gosh. Okay, what I would say it is, is quite long. I don't know if Zuki and Aaron have seen this version, but I, I think last year before, I bought a special edition version of Die Darko, um, and it's the director's cut, Richard Kelly's director's cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's obviously longer. And there's so much more in there that kind of covers the time travel aspect yeah. oh well they didn't want to over of the movie over- and that was like over- it, that was some true vision for the movie um because richard kelly since died came out what 23 years ago hasn't really made a lot and was kind of in a sense, Blacklist is from Hollywood. Really? What, for Donnie Darko? Not for Donnie Darko. I think it's just more like... I think I think because his experience on Donnie Darko, he still wasn't very happy with like, the theatrical release of it. Mm. So what people did see, he wasn't happy with how that turned out to be. And I think he came a bit disenfranchised with Donnie Darko. Basically, classic studio interference where they didn't want to confuse the viewer, so they just made it as basic as possible. But they made it... Confusing. I feel like it's more confusing. But they when I finished thought, the film, I was yeah. like, right, I need to now Google absolutely everything that this film is about because I have absolutely no idea. It's more the timeline, other than the fact that it's genius. Yeah, I, I would say it's like I, I think when I watched the director's cut, it did like open up a bit more for me. I was like, wow, okay, like the bits that they kind of passed by a little bit in the theatrical version are touched upon quite a lot more. But then I do think there is a flip side of like, is it too much? And some people don't like the director's cut um, because it's a bit, too, it's a bit too long, and it, it kind of costs out bits. But I, I said I would. It, it definitely feels like how a long watch. It? I think it's like two hours twenty, maybe. Mm. It's uh, not the film up two hours and a half though. Uh, no, I think it's a bit shorter than that. Uh, but I think the director is is a bit longer. Um, but the, the two films he did after that bombed. Oh really? Yeah, big time. So. Did that, he write it? Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, original. So got a good cast so, and a good budget. I feel like you've gone way too low. I just feel like I remember it being really well received, even though audiences again were like not sure necessarily what they watched, and then it's become like a cult film. So I'm actually giving it a higher. Okay. I would just say though, there's a big jump between IMDb and Metacritic. No, They're I know very that. Similar no, I know movies. that because sometimes I watch an IMDb film that's got like a nine and the Meta scores are 36, and it's just. I always get so thrown off when I see shit like that. And also the opposite way around, where like the audience have given it a four and it's got like a 92 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that it's. Higher. higher than but we're on 87 okay you're higher than 87 what are you gonna go with Suki? 89 yeah. higher. i'm going higher okay. i think Ooh. it was really well received okay. okay right george you've obviously you've said that you haven't watched yeah. donnie darko definitely one to add to your list i'll 100 to be fair it, it's it's always been on my list and i remember the we had the i assume it was on bhs Oh, yeah. And not DVD. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I remember, like, having it at my dad's house and being like, that looks creepy. I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so just gave it, like, a wide berth when I was younger. And then when everybody's like, oh, no, it's really good, I was, like, for a long time of, of my life, I've been like, ah, it's it's an old film. I'm not going to watch it's it. It's 2001, is it? It's 2000, 2001. Uh, it's, I, I so, like, it came out when I was eight. I get that, because <laughs> so, I had that with The Chronicles of Riddick. 
<laughs> really comparable film. No, whenever I look at the cover, I'd be like, "That looks scary." <laughs> right, there we go. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's not scary. It's it's like gothic. Yeah, I, it's I like think gothic as, vibe. As I've got it. older, I've, I've realised it's not a horror film. Yeah, like, yeah. by any stretch of imagination. So I really should go back to watch it. But there are so many films on my on my list of things I really should have seen. That I'm realistically, I'm never getting through. Donnie Darko should now be the top. All right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, so you may bring him to watch Hereditary, then now you need to watch Donnie Darko, and you need to watch Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, and Rosemary's Baby. I, I, I think I've got to believe I'm going to follow the same logic that I had before, where cult films get a cult following after not being received super well by critics and in not having the spotlight twice. So I'm going to say, and and the fact that there is like a director's cut would potentially and if the director themselves is not very happy with it it kind of leans towards the fact that maybe critics wouldn't have been super happy with it as well okay so i think zuki's gone the wrong way i think she's blinded by her personal <laughs> <laughs> opinion i mean maybe yeah um remind me what, I mean, what however i would say hereditary was better than Donnie Dark. i went with 62 62 so we've got 62 and 89 currently. Low. 62 seems really low. I'm going to do the same thing, go in the middle, but I'm going to go closer to... Uh, I'm going to say it's lower than Hereditary. Lower, lower than yeah. Hereditary. And I'm going to go to 60... 60 is so mean. I know. I'm going to go 66. Oh, I feel like it was... I, I have such weird memories about it being well received. Okay. Hearing about the director, talking about it, saying mm. he didn't like how it had turned out for him. Yep. But it worked out really well, just in general. That's it, my memory. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the weird thing is, is that where someone who isn't very happy with how their own kind of like piece of work has turned out, but everyone loves it nevertheless. Yeah. Like, it's... like The Shining and Stephen King was oh, like, that's, that's terrible. terrible. Oh, Stephen King, man. And he made his own worst version. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Although I'll probably ne- it's scary. No, it's not the top of the Kubrick version. I've heard it's... Oh, really? Yeah, weird people like it. You know, people who have no taste. I think he would love it. Um, <laughs> okay, um, George, Owen, you're wrong. Oh. Uh, Zuki, you are right with being higher. I uh, you're, one, you're, you're one off though. It's, like oh. eight, it's on 88. Oh my god. Uh, 88. Eight, so oh, I was one above hereditary. So one above. Uh, so you got the two points of being the closest. Owen and George We're terrible. Zero time. points. So wait, Zuki, I had it back. That's a... twice in a row you've gone one above. Look, Damn. Look, I was about to say I don't make the rules, but literally I did. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I literally thought okay, so how I Okay, so the next one's going to be an 89. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So recap, Zuki's on seven. From Fuck. seven at halfway point. George on three points. Owen on two. Right, so there we have it for the first part of our very special 10th episode. Zuki has a commanding lead, but can she keep it throughout the next four films? Tune in next time to find out. Make sure to check out Zuki on all her socials at Zuki the Book Bum if you're one of our fans. And make sure to follow us on ours at The Rating Is Right if you're one of hers. Thanks for listening. We hope to hear from you soon. It's the rating. It's the rating. 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 It's the rating. It's the rating. The Rating is Right podcast is hosted by Ian Crow and co-hosted by George Robinson and Owen Cox. The show is edited by George Robinson with music by Will Butler. You can find the podcast on Instagram under the handle The Rating is Right or you can contact the hosts on their email address theratingisright at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or want to discuss your thoughts on previous episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>